Welcome to today's episode of Empowered, a perfectionist guide to imperfection, hosted by me, Miranda Lee. It's time to take back control of our lives, and it's time to write our own story. Remember, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Let's dive in. So thank you so much for um, agreeing to join me today. I'm so excited to dig deep with you. You are one of my favorite people. I know we don't keep in touch, but, (laughs) but just watching you grow and watching your journey and your confidence and especially from when I knew you, which you were a freshman. Um, (laughs) And it's like, and you keep getting more beautiful and beautiful. Like what the heck's up with that? Teach us your secret. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I know you are always, I literally looked up to you so much. I know we knew each other for such a short time, but I was like, she is so strong and powerful and I just love it. Oh, I appreciate that. So let's, <laughs> let's start for the people who don't know you. Um, introduce yourself, tell them what you went to school for and what you're doing now, and then we'll talk about your blog. Awesome. My name is Kylie. I'm 21 years old. I'm a recent college grad. I graduated in three and a half years from Point Loma Nazarene University with a degree in marketing, and I'm actually in social media and digital marketing now. I work at an agency here in San Diego. I'm fully remote, um, indefinitely. <laughs> But I love it, and it's been really nice, and I'm hoping to stay in San Diego after I get married in May. Ooh, I know. That is so exciting. (laughs) You're getting married. Um, So about your blog, like, how did that get started? And, like, because I I don't know. From my point of view, it was like, oh, (laughs) Kylie has um, a cool Instagram, and it's like, bam, now it's this professional-looking blog. And I'm like, I know a celebrity. Oh, that is so sweet. So I actually started my freshman year of college. I started this blog and it was mostly just because like I love writing. I love creativity, kind of sharing things. I actually had it on private for about a year. So I just had like all of these posts and then I finally said it live and it's just been really cool. It's definitely a creative outlet for me to kind of share a little bit about my life. I'm definitely an extrovert. So I love using it that way. So is this something that you wish to pursue full time? Yeah, I definitely think that if the point presents itself, I would love to be a full-time creator. I think that there's so much involved in the social media realm. And I obviously love it. I'm in marketing and that's what I do is my job. So if it happens, I think that'd be so cool. But I also understand that it's not always realistic and it is a really hard career. So I will just kind of keep my tables open and see what God has in store for me. But I think that'd be really cool. Amen to that. So, so what's one thing that you wish you would have known um, when you started your blog and when you began your blog? Yeah, I definitely think that I wish I would have known that it's not always easy to write content and like be inspired and want to take the time to do that. Um, I definitely wish somebody would have told me because there's definitely been periods of time where I'm super motivated to write and do stuff and put this Um, put these blogs out there. And then there's other times where I'll go months without touching it, which is not great. And I know consistency is super important, but I definitely know there's a balance too. If you feel too stretched, then that's one of the things that often gets pushed to the side for me. Yeah. Especially because people see Instagram as a highlight reel and we all have our struggles. So I, I know what you mean where it's like, you know, sometimes I just need to keep my distance from social media yeah, there's definitely this healthy balance for sure. Mm-hmm. So 
speaking of highlight reel from like an outsider's <laughs> perspective um of your vlog like you definitely you seem like you have it all first of all you live in san diego doesn't get any better <laughs> than that like you're beautiful you have a gorgeous fiance um <clears throat> you went to point loma nazarene out here living <laughs> on the beach um and you're just living your best life eating all the best food like do you feel that pressure <laughs> to be perfect yeah, I would definitely say that my biggest flaw is that I'm a perfectionist. And I think that starts within who I am. Um, even since I was young, like I've always put these really, really high, sometimes impossible standards for myself. And so often, although I'm not trying to impress other people, what I've set for myself is really high. And so that definitely makes me feel like I need to be perfect. Um, however, like I'm also learning that there's beauty in showing like the raw and the dirty on social mm -hmm. media. And I think that draws people to you just as much as quote unquote, a perfect life. Um, I'm actually in this Bible study right now that talks about insecurity. And there was this one line that was like, insecurity's best cover is perfectionism. And I was like, what? Because for me, like, everybody was like, oh, it's so good to be perfect. Like growing up, that's all I ever heard. And now it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. Because if I am ever in a situation where I'm not quote unquote perfect, then I do feel insecure because there's such a high standard, whether that be in my work or in what I'm presenting on Instagram. Like I'm always trying to do my best, but now I'm like, it's so good to be like transparent and real in your content too. And I think people definitely see that and they react to like they don't want a fake person you know like nobody wants to be following somebody that's fake so definitely starting to share some of the things that are not so glamorous like I had a bird poop on my head the other day and I was like you know what that's hilarious like this is going on Instagram this is going on the blog <laughs> that's so funny I love that you say that because I like I completely agree like I've been a perfectionist um growing up as well and it's funny because I feel like no one else expects this perfectionism <laughs> from you. And it's like, you just expect it from yourself. Like, I've even like, talked, <laughs> like I've talked to people, even my therapist are like, well, does your mom and dad like pressure you to like do this or do that? And I was like, oh no, they support me the whole way. They, <laughs> you know, they embrace my flaws and my failures. And then was well, just me. I just, just <laughs> this pressure to be perfect, especially being seen as, um, you know, a, a Christian woman too. I feel like there's mm -hmm. a lot of pressures on us as well to be perfect. Yeah, it's, that is so true. Um, there's this whole like other layer of pressure from being a Christian in this world. And I think that on top of like striving to be perfect, you want to be seen as, oh, like, am I quote unquote godly enough? Like, Am I doing the things that a good Christian should do? And I've definitely fallen into that trap before, like even in college, um, like when I studied abroad, I didn't have a church and I really didn't have access to one. And I was like, wow, like I'm not a quote unquote good Christian, but that's not true. And I feel like you definitely have to like reaffirm that in others as well. Exactly. Because we will never be good enough to get into <laughs> heaven. It, yes. is, it is God's grace and God's forgiveness of our sin that's going to get us in there you know, that's well said. Yeah. How do you how do you find that balance of sharing about your faith on social media? Yeah, I would definitely say that there's been times when I haven't. And then that's just not who I am. And I really want to use my platforms to show my faith. I have some friends from back home that are 
um, don't have that background. And even though like they are okay with that, um, sometimes I feel like I'm pushing it in their face. So I definitely was careful for a little bit, but now I'm just at this point where I'm like, no, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And if I say something that does offend you or doesn't align with your beliefs, like that's okay. We're okay, allowed to have different opinions. But if I'm able to reach somebody with my faith and connect on them and in a different level, that's way more worth it than being on stepping stones or being on hot stones because you don't want to hurt somebody that has different beliefs. I agree with that. And something that I think is amazing about you is you don't even have to talk about God all the time, um, but you portray yourself, you know, as a Christian woman. And I think that like, that's one of the most important things. Like you can, you can talk to someone and be like, that's a Christian woman without them (laughs) even saying like, hi, I love Jesus. You know, and I, I think you have that good balance on, on social media where people can follow you and, and not be Christians, but they want to, like, they're like, hmm, (laughs) maybe I should learn more about God and and Jesus and dive deep into that. But, you know, I I feel like there is like this stigma of like Bible bashing, you know, especially Mm -hmm. as as Christians thinking (laughs) that we're going to like shove it down their throats, but it's not like we, we love everyone, you know, just Mm -hmm. the way God loved us. So true. I really appreciate that. That's one of the highest compliments. So with your blog and everything, what do you think one of your biggest failures has been and what have you learned from it? Yeah, um, I'll do like a twofold answer to this. With my blog, I think my biggest failure has been in a way the inconsistency. Um, Like I was saying, it's such a tough balance because there's definitely been long periods where I haven't used the blog to its full potential. But then at the same time, like when I'm not doing that, I feel like I'm really exploring like other platforms or seeing like how I can do better on one. So really just like learning how to like devote your time and energy to that is super important. And then I'd say my biggest failure in life um, has definitely been like doubting myself and my capabilities. I think, um, so I have a fiance that's awesome and he's super like athletic and he's done all of these things that I've never done before. Like he surfs and he skis and I never once like been in the ocean on a surfboard and I'd never skied and even though I might be like physically capable I would definitely like get in my head and psych myself out and then I'd have this mental roadblock to get over as far as like okay can I actually do this and you and I both like we're both I would say like cheerleaders are athletic as much as people wouldn't say that we are like we've got good balance and all that stuff um, good coordination so like I should be able to do those things but I'll like get on the mountain and like look out and be like I'm going to fall off the ledge and I just <laughs> feel like that is definitely something that I'm still learning like even now is just to really trust in myself and know that I can do this um, it's definitely been more like physical like fears than anything but like getting out of my own head is going to be something that's super important to learn yeah and just accepting that failure is okay Yes, that too. <laughs> I know. I, I bet having a super athletic fiance, you're just like, dang, how are you out here being good at everything? I'm just trying to snowboard real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Seriously. I'm like, oh man, you, you've got an advantage. You started when you were three and here I am at 21 trying to learn and be as good as you, but it'll take time and progress. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 you know, he, from what I can tell, especially because he went like to all your, your cheerleading games, he is <laughs> He is your number one support and he is there for you. So 
that is awesome. I can't wait to see where you guys both go, especially because I've done a little stalking on his Instagram and <laughs> you guys, you guys are both just so adventurous and you love Jesus. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, he's great. It's been so fun and I've learned so much from him. He really is my rock. That's awesome. And he likes food, which yes. is great. <laughs> if you guys are living in San Diego, Oh my goodness, 100%. Like, I think this is one of the main reasons I will never be able to leave San Diego. I feel like there are these, like, small town vibes in a way, like, depending on where you, um, like, are living. But then I love that you're close to the beach, to downtown. Like, you have so much diversity. And I feel like as much as I'm, like, trying to eat my way through the city, I'm never going to finish, which is one of my favorite things. Like, I feel like there's always another place to explore, another coffee shop. And I'm, like yes, this is my life. I love it. Oh my gosh, I can totally relate. I love that. That's one of the the hardest parts about living over here in Connecticut. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. people will be like, oh, what's a good Mexican restaurant? And I'm like, none. None of the good Mexican (laughs) restaurants are in Connecticut. Uh, Go back to San Diego, go to Taco del Gordo, El Gordo, go to Lolita's, (laughs) go to something like that. Like that's good Mexican food. So funny. So what are your top three places that you recommend to eat in San Diego? Okay, here we go. So for coffee, I would recommend going to Better Buzz. It's local to Southern California. It does have a few shops within there. So it's not like a one-off, but I'd say it's still pretty small, quote unquote, local chain. I love it. Um, If you're going to go, I really love their favorite drink is a caramel buzz, which is basically just a fancy frappuccino, but it's so good. I really like their coffee there. Um, another place that I really love for acai would be called Northside Shack. It is really close to Point Loma, really close to where we went to college. And I love it because it has so many toppings. It's really fresh and healthy. And you can kind of do it for like a breakfast, for a snack or a lunch. Acai is so good. If you've never tried it, one of my favorite foods. And then last but not least, my favorite Italian place in San Diego would be, um, it's called Pomodoro. And it has authentic Italian food. It's owned by this really sweet Italian family. And I'm a huge pasta girl. Like I could eat pasta every single day of the week. So that is one of my favorites. That is awesome. I think I've been, I've been to the first two places. I've been to Better Buzz, of course, that place. Yes. Like, you can't go to Point Loma Nazarene and not get Better Buzz all the time. So true. So good. I had, um, I had a sticker that said Life's Better Buzz. And yeah. I, I don't remember how it got on, like, it was on, like, the mirror of my, of my car. Mm-hmm. And I was driving my dad, and my dad looked at the sticker. He goes, that is a horrible, horrible motto to live by when you're driving a car. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, no, dad, it's coffee, I promise. But, um, that was so funny. I know, I was like, I, first of all, I don't know how that got on my car, but it's a coffee place. <laughs> Caffeine buzz, dad. But um, I've been like, oh my gosh, acai, so good. What was the Ugh. what was the name of the place you recommended? It's called Northside Shack. Yeah, that's what it was. I've I've been there because that is right by Point Loma Nazarene. That was the yeah. first acai place I went where they they tried to put grapes on my acai bowl, and I was like, grapes, <laughs> all right, because they have like a, ba- a bajillion toppings. It was good, of course. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that place is like- good. That's why it's one of my favorites is because you don't get charged for like extra toppings, like everything's on it. And I'm like, yes, that's how it should be. Exactly. Um, 
Do you have acai in Connecticut? Um, no. If you go to Trader Joe's, you can get that little acai. The first of all, the Trader Ooh, Joe's like is, little packets is, is an hour away. They have to drive an hour away to Trader oh Joe's <laughs> in Rhode Island. I have to go to Rhode Island. Um, and yeah, you get the little packets. It's not the same over here, especially because oh, you're, you're vegetarian, right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm plant-based. So I'm about 90%, mm-hmm. you know, and it's hard over here, like San Diego, wow. where all the hippies are, all of us hippies <laughs> in San Diego, you can find gluten-free, vegan, vegetarian, yes. all that stuff, not over here. Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, San Diego is a good place to be for, like, dietary restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I was, like, trying to keep it a three, but my other place that I love, um, I don't know if you've been there, it's called Plant Power, and it is a completely, like, vegetarian, plant-based, fast food restaurant. And I live for that kind of stuff. I'm like, give me those almond milk milkshakes, like the fake chicken sandwiches and like impossible burgers. It's so good. <laughs> it's good. I've driven by it. it. I've seen it, but I've never had it. And I'm going to San Diego in a couple of weeks. So I might have to, Ooh, have to stop. Yeah, I would recommend like, even if you are like, like you were saying, you're 90%, I think you'll love it. I think people that don't like they do eat meat, they still enjoy it, which is cool so has your fiance eaten that because I'm assuming he is not vegetarian (laughs) actually he is really that's awesome Um, I wouldn't say that I converted him but I did convert first like I've been vegetarian for almost two years now and he's been vegetarian for over six or eight months something like that so he like he was always passionate about that too because he's read like all those books about how like you can still like work out and like have those muscles without eating meat Mm -hmm. so I think it's so cool um it's definitely going to make it easier when I'm like cooking dinner for us and we're eating the same thing but like you said it's so easy in San Diego too um it definitely depends on your location like how you're able to do that yeah one one of my favorite quotes um it was it was talking to a a, like the strongest man in the world and Mm -hmm. and they were saying how how are you as strong as an ox and you don't eat meat and he was like (laughs) well, an ox doesn't eat meat. <laughs> That's funny. And it's so true. Like you don't have to have meat to be <laughs> strong. So I'm, I'm glad that Jackson's living that out because I mean, he's a fit dude, you know, and to know that <laughs> yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't eat meat. Heck yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it is fun. Yeah. It's definitely one of our little fun facts that we have in our back pocket. That's cool. It probably makes um, going out to eat so much easier. So much easier. It does. Yeah. I know. We, the only place we really avoid is like the steak places. Other than that, we can kind of go anywhere here in San Diego. Yeah. So <laughs> is there anything that I haven't covered that you want to address? Yeah. Um, one other thing that I was just always say is like, whatever you're passionate about, like go for it. And I think that even now, like in the work that I'm in, like I really wanted to make sure that whatever I was doing, like I would feel excited going to work every single day. So I would just like encourage people, like if you are in this pattern where you're just not excited, like find something that really like you're passionate about and like put your energy towards that. Like whether that is like starting your own blog or I don't know, like starting a podcast like you did. Like, I think that's so awesome how people are like finding ways that make them happy and putting their energy into that. It's just a really good way to live. Exactly. I agree. I think especially as perfectionists, we just need to not be afraid to fail because yes. failure's gonna happen. So you might as well <laughs> embrace it and learn from it. So true. 
And like, even what I, I said yesterday in my Instagram story, like I imagine that one day I'm going to be like a millionaire and I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be, you know, just making a difference in the world and having this insane purpose. And I'll be writing my autobiography. My autobiography will be so boring if I have no failures in there, you know? Yes, like, that's so true. So good. Like all the failures that you go through, all the struggles, all the the low points, like that's what makes your story better. And that's what makes you work harder. And I, I know that as perfectionists, that it's, it's hard because you don't want to fail and you don't want people to see you fail. Yes, it's so true. It's just so good to like get yourself out there and know that just like you were saying like it is like failure is part of learning and how are you going to like get to that next step if you don't know what it feels like to fail exactly and especially like as children of God like how are we supposed to expect ourselves to be perfect like the only perfect person was Jesus Christ himself and he still he still faced all these temptations like his life was not easy and he was perfect (laughs) you know so So true so we just need to remember yeah like God's not giving us anything that we can't handle and he doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the called so I love that it's so good (laughs) so so where can like our listeners connect with you um what's your what's your Instagram blog what's it called yeah, so my Instagram handle is called Kylie Marie blog. <laughs> Pretty simple. Um, and from there, you can find all of my other social media accounts and my YouTube. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kylie. It was so good reconnecting with you. And hopefully we can um, chat together again soon. Yeah, I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you guys enjoyed Kylie's story as much as I did. She's just such a kind soul. And I really liked when she said, insecurity's best cover is perfectionism. I think that is so true. Anyways, thank you guys again for joining me and I will see you guys in the next episode.